Welcome back to the History in the Moment podcast. I am your host, Cameron Lane, and today I'm going to be talking about a very special person, very special guy, one of our most praised presidents, one of the most loved people in American history, Ronald Wilson Reagan. Now, I don't know if anyone knows, but Ronald Reagan fucking sucked. And because he sucked so much, I hate Ronald Reagan. Like, I, I really, really, really hate Ronald Reagan. And what's weird to me is his legacy as it's lined out now. Ronald Reagan is lauded by conservatives as being this small government guy, bringing back traditional values, putting Christianity into politics. He brought back patriotism. He brought back hope. He defeated communism. He destroyed the Soviet Union. He ended the Cold War. He told Mr. Gorbachev to tear down that wall. But his legacy should honestly be far darker than it is. Ronald Reagan was a monster by every objective measurement Ronald Reagan Ronald Reagan was a terrible human being and one of the worst people to ever hold American office I have a list personally I have a list of people politicians political figures who I hate Ronald Reagan is number one number one without question number two is Jerry Hoover. But if you guys listen to my last episode, my last history episode, you guys understand why. Ronald Reagan is one of the most consequential presidents in history and one of the most devastating presidents in history. I'm going to talk about his legacy and how we should actually view him. Not as this amazing hero of America, not as this great reformer, but as the devil in red. That should be his new nickname. Not the great communicator, but the man who put a smile on the American empire. He committed atrocities across the world. He gave us the situation that gave us 2008, the recession. He created the economic policies that decimated the country. He killed the social safety net and then gave power to the rich and powerful gave far more power to them and successfully took us back to a time should be hated in American history not loved Ronald Reagan is one of the worst presidents in American history and I'm going to tell you how the first thing that he did was he gave us the same economic policies that caused the Great Depression in the 1920s. So his economic policies or Reaganomics is the idea that if you give the rich massive tax cuts, cut their taxes, what they will do is use the money, the extra money that they have, reinvest it in their own companies, and then the economy will flourish because the rich know how to handle their money better. Well, let me give that idea a reality check. That's dumb. It's always been dumb. The rich don't need to spend money. The poor do. So explain to me why you would give more money to the rich rather than giving it to the poor. 
it makes no sense. That economic idea doesn't make sense. So immediately after he created that tax policy, the unemployment rate dipped. And wages haven't risen since he did that. So the minimum wage back in 1980 was $7.25. It is still $7.25. And we are actively trying to fight people like Joe Manchin and Joe Biden to give us the $15 minimum wage. And without Ronald Reagan and his dumbass tax policies and his dumbass economic policies, we will be in a situation where we would, in theory, be working 15 hours a week and living in the leisure society. But that's all under the tax policies left by LBJ. That's taken into account LBJ and the new deal still being intact. The social safety net still being intact. And that's the other thing that Ronald Reagan did. He destroyed the social net, safety net and welfare. There's this story of Ronald Reagan and it's one of the most racist things that he did, but it's, it's really dog whistle. It's a lot of dog whistle politics. And he was a master of that. Dog whistle politics, you say certain words that only make sense to a certain amount of people. An example would be law and order used by Donald Trump this year. Black people know what that means. Or the looting starts, the shooting starts. Again, used by Donald Trump. Black people know what that means. And it's not really hard to understand what that means, but it also has a history behind it and in certain um, in certain ways that it fits in. But Ronald Reagan was a master of this, and one of the main weapons that he used was the welfare queen, the idea of the welfare queen. Now, the idea of the welfare queen is that there's a woman who is taking advantage of the welfare system. Now, it's a poor woman, quote unquote poor, who has, who has 60 different numbers, who has a bunch of different um, ways to get food stamps, a bunch of different ways to collect social security, and essentially she is collecting enough money to be living off $150,000 a year without paying any taxes on it. So it's just free $150,000 a year. This starts this idea of uh, self-determination or brings back the idea of pulling yourself up by a bootstraps. You don't need the welfare state. But even the person who created capitalist, capitalism understood that there needed to be regulations in place or certain things in place so that the wealth, so to help everyone. Because if not, we get to a system where the very top control everything, which is kind of where we are. And Ronald Reagan helped usher that in. Now, we've seen him give us the economic policies of the Great Depression. We've seen him destroy welfare. I mean, wealth, like when he when he kicked those people off welfare, he kicked millions of people off food stamps, pushed millions of people into abject poverty. And without question, that led to people doing drugs. It has been shown that people who were in despair or more likely to do drugs. Like now, we have an opioid crisis. A lot of the people who are on opioids are living terrible lives. They're poor white people who don't have good lives, who have nothing really to live for. So they decide, hey man, we do drugs, I'll feel good. 
That's what happens, and that's what happened to them after he kicked them off the social safety net. After he destroyed the social safety net. All because, and he was able to do it by linking the welfare queen to black women. The reason he was able to link it to black women was because of the time the there was like 62% of ads that talked about poverty, there was a black person in it. So it's very easy to link shit that helps poor people to black people. But this affected all poor people, everyone. And there are more white people in welfare than there are black people. The issue is, and why a lot of people call him racist, because he doesn't he doesn't really say a lot of racist shit just straight up. He said some racist shit like the phone call that came out between him and Nixon calling the African delegates uh, monkeys and they look uncomfortable in shoes, shit like that. But Ronald Reagan is, his, his racism is more abstract than that. It's more like, I'm gonna cut taxes, I'm gonna destroy welfare because it's going to affect black people more. That's the type of shit that he was able to do. And that leads me on to the third thing that he did when it came to economics and all people is destroying the unions and he stopped enforcing antitrust laws. Now, these are the two things that, or these are some of the things that protect Americans from the power of monopolies. Monopolies destroy the economy. They destroy everything. The more monopolies there are, the more fucked you are because they can control prices, they control everything. That's why monopolies are destructive and that's why there are antitrust laws. Antitrust laws are the laws that allow the government to break up big monopolies. There's actively a court case, United States versus Google, where they're trying to break up Google because Google is essentially a monopoly on um, search engines. So, he stopped enforcing antitrust laws, but he also destroyed unions. Destroying unions is, in my opinion, far worse than stop than the stopping of enforcing antitrust laws because the antitrust laws haven't really been enforced since the 1930s and 40s. But the antitrust laws are pivotal because they're a threat. Without unions, the people don't have power. He took that power away from the people. The union, unions are the only thing that people have to protect them from the power of monopolies and big corporations. For example, Elon Musk today has destroyed every semblance of union. The Amazon workers today, like th during this time, have only recently been able to form a union. That's because unions directly go against corporate interest because unions require you to help the people. Unions demand better for the workers. And Reagan, Jesus man, Reagan came in in 1980. There was this famous story of a strike, the air traffic controller strike, where they were trying to get better pay, trying to get more time, more time off, just better leisure. And Ronald Reagan said, if you all don't go to work, if you don't end your strike, I'm gonna fire everyone. The day after, he fired over 11,000 people. Had the military come in and do air traffic control for two years and just rehired everyone, rehired new people. So essentially, 
he destroyed a union, broke up a strike, then stopped enforcing laws and set this dangerous precedent for corporations to bust up unions. So that's Ronald Reagan's legacy, destroying the middle and working class, helping the poor stay poor, destroying the welfare state, and what was good, and essentially telling them to pull themselves up by the bootstraps, which is bullshit, has always been bullshit. And then destroying all means to fight back. All means to fight back. That's Ronald Reagan's legacy. And that's the legacy of neoliberalism. So I'll move on. I'll move on to Ronald Reagan and how he affected a single group. This affected everyone. Ronald Reagan was a racist piece of shit. Like, legitimately a racist piece of shit. He is the most racist president since 1950. He's more racist than Nixon. He's more racist than Bush. One or two. He's more racist than everyone. But his racism was hidden. As I mentioned earlier, he is the master of dog whistle politics. And one of the main tenets that he used of dog whistle politics was the Southern strategy. Now the Southern strategy, as explained by Lee, by Lee Atwater, one of the main um, Republican strategies of the 1980s, is the idea that we use certain language, dog whistles, to get Southern racist or rural racist white people to vote for Republicans. And the Republican Party has been using the Southern strategy since Barry Goldwater. Nixon used it very well with Law and Order, as I explained earlier with the dog whistles. And Donald Trump used it again. He didn't use it more dog whistles because he straight up said, they're bringing rapists, they're bringing thugs, but the Southern, but the Southern strategy is still there. You attack minority to get the racists to come vote for you. Now, one of the first things that he did starting his campaign in 1980 was he chose the site of Philadelphia, Mississippi. Now, this doesn't sound like anything crazy. It's just a city. But it's the city, 1980 is the city where three civil rights people, civil rights leaders, were lynched in something called the Mississippi Burning Lynching. And he went there and started talking about states' rights. States' rights. And he called, in his states' rights speech, it's called the states' rights speech, he called the Voting Rights Act humiliating to the Southern states. Reagan famously opposed all civil rights legislation of the 1960s. Ronald Reagan was on the wrong side of every single civil rights issue. And that doesn't even start to, uh, to cover everything that he did. And then there's the judges. Ronald Reagan put in so many judges and his attempt to put in all these judges was so that he could draw back the power of these civil rights legislations. So he basically forced black people to fight the same fight that they had already won in the 1960s. Very similarly to how after the Civil War, white people destroyed Reconstruction. White people in the South 
took away all the gains of reconstruction, destroyed them and made black people second class citizens by 1905. They were essentially second class citizens within 20 years. Ronald Reagan tried to do the same shit with his with his um, court appointments, with everything that he did. He was trying to destroy what the gains that had been made by the civil rights movement. For more clarity on this very topic on his judges, one of the main judges and the most famous of his judges that he put into the office was Antonin Scalia. Antonin Scalia, who passed away in 2015, was one of the most racist judges I've ever heard of, I mean, in modern history. He was famous for saying that white people, or black, I'm sorry, black people probably shouldn't go to the same schools as white people. And in 2013, he and the conservative wing of the court famously struck down some of the major provisions of the civil um, of the civil rights era in the Voting Rights Act. And immediately after he did that, Southern states started putting in voter restrictions and making it harder for black people and people of color to vote. And immediately, again, immediately after this happened, we see the results. In 2018, because of the restrictions that Brian Kemp put on voting and the illegalities that he did because there was no Voting Rights Act to protect against it, Ronald Reagan's legacy came into play. Brian Kemp cut thousands of people from voting. The, one of the major accomplishments of the civil rights movement were cut in 2014. And we saw the results of that in 2018. All because of the person that Ronald Reagan put in office. And this just shows you what he was trying to do and how it didn't happen then, but it did end up happening later. But moving on, his most famous thing that he did to mainly black people to show his racism was the war on drugs. Undoubtedly, the war on drugs is one of the worst things he ever did. Now, the war on drugs was an attack on cocaine, drugs were taking over, quote unquote, taking over the country, and we had to fight back to take back our communities. He decimated the black community, destroyed the traditional family, quote unquote, traditional family, put millions of black people in jail, and then started mandatory minimums, which kept black people in jail. So the prison population boomed after that. And then he was the one who put crack into the communities. So there's something called the Iran-Contra affair, which was out without question, the most impeachable thing anyone has ever done and not gotten impeached for. He was giving money to the Contras. Congress told him to stop. So what he did was he sold weapons to Iran took the money, bought cocaine from the Contras so he could fund their war and then put cocaine in the black communities. This is all exposed in the 1990s by a reporter named, um, I believe, Gary Webb. So as he's putting cocaine into the community, the CIA is trafficking in drugs. Him and his wife are sitting on the couch saying, just say no. How hard is that? Man, fuck Ronald Reagan, bro. Just, just fuck Ronald Reagan. But that's just some of the shit that he was doing. 
here in America, foreign policy-wise, and it aligned a lot with what he believed here. So, aligning with his views on race, Ronald Reagan supported every single oppressive regime in the world. Every single one. He supported Saddam Hussein. He supported the Israel overtaking Palestine. He famously supported apartheid in Africa, in South Africa. So while he was doing, while he was supporting this, he was also raising anti-communist sim, anti-communist sentiment here on the homeland. So he was consistently attacking Cuba for being communist and keeping up the embargoes and doing all this terrible shit. While Cuba, this quote unquote terrible communist country, was helping with black liberation around the world. Now I'm not gonna exonerate Cuba for what it was doing to its people. There's a reason that a lot of Cubans stayed. There's a reason why a lot of other countries don't view Cuba the way that America views Cuba. That anti-communist sentiment, it likely also had an impact on how he viewed the social safety net. It was a government overreach. It was inductions of socialism and communism that was unacceptable in America to him. But it also led him to commit mass genocides in Latin America. He supported the fascist regimes, the fascist armies in Guatemala and El Salvador. His crimes in Guatemala specifically were so severe that Bill Clinton had to apologize in 1998. Now he also helped in Nicaragua, which is where the Contras were from the Iran-Contra affair. So he used the money that he bought and bought cocaine from them, but giving them that money helped them raise up a right-wing army and he used them as a proxy war. He sent weapon after weapon. He sent money, never really stopped until he got caught by Congress and they went on trial. The Iran-Contra affair and his crimes in Nicaragua were so severe that it led to the U.S. being ordered to pay reparations by the World Court for terrorism. That's how bad the crimes were in Nicaragua. The situation in Nicaragua was so severe that it was the equivalent of someone like China going to Japan and killing 2.5 million people and then dipping. Like it wasn't shit. That's, that's the type of shit he was doing. Ronald Reagan should be compared not to the great leaders of, of the world. He shouldn't be compared to people like FDR or I'll give I'll, I'll say Abraham Lincoln, even though he has his issues. He should be compared to the worst leaders in human history because he is one of the worst leaders in human history. And then finally, which I, I feel like if more conservatives knew this because of how racist they are, they'd probably turn on Reagan. Ronald Reagan directly helped create Al-Qaeda in 9-11. America has been committing terrorism, or the greatest, America is the greatest perpetrator of terrorism around the world. Terrorism happens, and terrorism happens to America and around the world because of what we do to other countries. We created Al-Qaeda, giving them weapons to the rebels, Al-Qaeda took over Afghanistan and then they committed their attack on 9-11. So it directly led to the war on terror 
And then we can kind of see hints of Reagan's influence because there are so many people who are in Reagan's administration who are also in George Bush's administration or at least mentored by people in the Reagan administration. So to wrap this up, Ronald Reagan should not be viewed as this amazing reformer. Ronald Reagan's legacy should be that he was a racist piece of shit. Ronald Reagan should not be viewed as this conservative hero, unless you want to disavow conservatism. Ronald Reagan should be viewed as the man who put a smiling face on making the poor poor and the rich richer, while telling the poor it's their faults for not trying harder. His legacy shouldn't be that he saved America from communism, is that he committed genocide around the world under the viewpoint of we're saving the world for capitalism and democracy. His legacy shouldn't be one of hope in the American dream. It should be of him creating a corporatocracy, giving power to the rich, and then giving us the same conditions that led to the mortgage crisis of 2008 and the following recession all the way into 2010. And even giving us the recession that we're in right now right now all of this is Ronald Reagan's real legacy it's a legacy of neoliberalism and racism and genocide it's the legacy of the American empire this has been the history in the moment podcast thank you for listening have a great week and And I hope that you are enjoying the podcast and please give me any feedback. It is extremely welcome and I'm trying to get better at this. Thanks. Have a good one.